What is up, Fight fans? Welcome to the Split Decision Podcast. I am Johnny the Dad. And I'm Angel Kicks Balls. That is what he does, baby. That is what he does. All right, y'all. We promised you last weekend that we were going to give you the updated UFC 297 fight card so that you can go and try and make some money off of this week's violence. So, you know, listen to us and uh, make some money or or don't and continue to be poor. That's up to you. Yes. Uh, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't be too... Uh... Not this card. We, I'm. Be, yeah. We're gonna be honest with you. We do not know half of these guys on this card, and I Nor watch every does the rest of America. <laughs> Some of these names are the first time I'm reading about, so bear with me. Yeah, this is a outside of the main event, not a super fun fight card. However, you know, a lot of times those are going to end up being some of the best fights of the year. You know, the, you know, a lot of times the fights that you look forward to tend to let you down. But if you go into a fight card with zero expectations and then you get a couple good knockouts, maybe a submission or two. And you're like, that was actually a pretty solid fight card. But I I must admit, if you are going to watch all the fights from the prelim all the way to the main event, there is a good fight in the prelims. You got, Jillian Robertson versus Pollyanna Viana, and she's one of the most beautiful women on the roster. So, if that tickles you, whatever I don't know how that saying goes, uh, I would watch that fight and put some money on Pollyanna because she is a beast. Well, it's not a beauty contest. They are trying to mess each other's faces up. So, she's a great jujitsu practitioner, and um, yeah, I feel like she she is pretty good. Uh, I would I'm probably gonna put some money on her. All right, so how do you want to do this? Do you want to go top to bottom or bottom to top? I, I say let's just do the main event and start from the bottom of the main event because all these other people start from the main card. Yes, sir. Well, there is actually one. There is one. The last fight on the uh, prelims that I wanted to cover. So let's start with that one. Let's do it. All right, uh, so. The last fight on uh, tonight's prelims is a bantamweight bout between Canadian Brad Katana versus good old American Garrett Armfield. Um, In this fight, uh, UFC.com has uh, Garrett Armfield being the underdog at plus 180. However... I dug a little deeper, looked at the stats and everything. I got to say, this fight is a, it looks pretty even. It's a pretty, pretty dead even as far as all their stats go, except Armfield has the advantage uh, over uh, his career as far as like takedown defense and you know, he has a slight edge on winning by submission. Uh, he has finished all of his fights. Has None of his fights have gone to uh, decision. So, even though he is the underdog, uh, 
I'm going to take Armfield in this one. Uh, both unranked fighters. Um, so, you know, it's not, even though he's an underdog, it's not like it's a crazy underdog fight. And I'm going to go with the guy that finishes all his fights. So, has give the me, reach. Yeah, give me Garrett Armfield on that one. Yeah, he has the leg reach and the arm uh, reach. So, that comes in handy when you're uh, hitting them them uh them faces and kicking legs this one would probably be my pick for the fight that i would bet the underdog on uh just because he's a finisher that's what he does and everything every other uh significant stat is pretty even um so I would I would bet a little bit of money on Armfield on this one. Don't bet the bank on him by any means, but you know this could be one of those that you can hedge your larger bets with. So, I give me Armfield in that one. What do you think? Um, I'm gonna take your word for it. I'm gonna man, let's let's bet some underdogs. I love me betting some underdogs. So yeah, make some money. You know the money is with the underdogs. You just got to pick the right ones. Yeah, you just gotta do some research. And that's how you make the money. Don't do like oh. me and bet against uh, Wonder Boy. I bet for Wonder Boy against an undefeated fighter, and that ruined my parlay. So don't bet yeah. for your <laughs> Yeah. Don't bet for your favorite fighter. You will almost always be disappointed. All right. So that's really all we got to say about that one. Moving on, uh, you want to take the next one? <laughs> First fight of the main card. Uh, yes, sir. We got. Arnold Allen versus Mofsar Evlov. Evlov? Evlov. Evlov. And we have Super Russian. <laughs> Super Russian. He is a heavy favorite. One uh, minus 192. We got Arnold Allen with a plus 160. Uh, man, that's... But Arnold Allen is ranked number four and. Uh, I'm just going to call him by his first name here. Mavzar is number nine, so that's quite a significant jump in the rankings. So he's so he just checks out. He's a he's the fav, he's the favorite, and he's undefeated, and he's coming off a win. Um, yeah, poor old uh, Arnold Allen is 19 and two with coming off a loss. So number four getting. Uh, being the, the underdog versus a rank number nine fighter, I smell trouble for Mr. Allen. So yeah. I, I never bet against the Russian, and I'm going with the Russian. That is a good point. That is a good point. However, looking at the stats, this was another one that is a very even fight, statistically speaking. Uh, they have similar stats in nearly every measurable statistic, going from significant strikes to grappling. They're almost identical. Uh, both have a 50% takedown accuracy. Um, both pretty low submission average with really good takedown defense. Um, I don't know. Like I want to say Arnold Allen is going to, get back to his winning ways here. So I'm, uh, but it is hard to bet against a Russian. I got to say this would be one that I would stay away from. 
honestly. I would not put this one on my on my bet card. Yeah, anything that's ranked between third and nine, it's uh depends on the division, of course, but they they're pretty even. Uh, you never know. Obviously, in the in the most famous divisions, between five and one, they're untouchable. Yeah, this uh, this one. So, like I said, I'm gonna take Allen in this one, but I'm not confident in that at all. And I would not. This would not be one I would recommend betting on, uh, just because it is so even. It could go either way. Um. Now we could look like I could look like a big idiot tomorrow if Mavzar goes in there and just mauls him. But again, this would be one I would stay away from personally. And that's why we love to watch these fights because at the end of the day, you never know. And that's why we love sports. So let's say let's let's see who the better man is that night. And you have the Brit, I have the Russian. Let's see what happens tomorrow night or tonight. All right, so the next fight on the main card is a middleweight bout. Number 14, Chris Curtis versus unranked fighter Mark andre Barriot. Uh, so let's see, we got uh, Barriot being Canadian and Curtis being American. Uh, you got any thoughts on this one? I do want to say that the fight card is in Canada, so that hence the many Canadians on the card. So he's got home field advantage, uh, does Barrialt. Um Coming in, trying to, he, you would have to assume if he wins this fight, he will uh, get ranked. So that's a lot to fight for. And he's um, going to win. But, oh, and man, this one, this one I got to say is going to be, this one is this one is gonna be a, a striking bout from everything that I see. Um because Barriot only has a twenty-five percent takedown accuracy and Curtis has a ninety-two percent takedown defense rating. So you gotta no, think no they're just gonna here. be yeah, they're gonna be standing and banging the whole time. Uh and in those fights, anything can happen. Um you, uh, Curtis does have a very slight edge, a 3% edge on significant strikes landed. Um, give me the Canadian just for home field advantage, and he's fighting to get into that top 15. That's a lot to fight for. Um, again, one that I wouldn't be confident confident putting money on. <coughs> I, I will agree with you on this one. I'm going to go with the Canadian. There is a big height advantage, and if we're uh, standing and banging, that height helps out. Um, as long as he manages his distance, you know, that's he can stand and jab all day. Neither one of them are going to try and take each other down. So, no, I would definitely bet someone to get a win by knockout in this fight for sure. Because it, yeah, you could just bet the finish, uh, you know, bet the. Bet that the fight will end by knockout. Add that to your parlay. Um, but don't choose a side, probably, because, again, that's the trend on this uh, fight card, it seems, is statistically speaking, <coughs> these are some of the most even fights I've seen in a long time. Like, not uh, that there's usually, like, 
a crazy disadvantage. You know, UFC does a pretty good job of booking their fights to be competitive, but I'm seeing these come down to less than two or three percent in significant statistics, and it's it's usually a bit more than that. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm hoping for great fights. I'm hoping there's some knockouts, and I'm I'm hoping for that fight to be a fight of the night, knockout of the night. So let's see what happens tonight. I'm gonna move on to the next one. All right, you got the next one, my dude. We got the gatekeeper Neil Magny. He's been doing it for a long time, um, fighting uh, Mike Mallet Malot Mallet. Fighting another uh, Canadian. Another Canadian. Wow, I'm pretty shocked that Neil Magny is a underdog in this fight. I would heavy underdog. I would heavy underdog. Magny. Although a gatekeeper, gatekeeper, he is a beast, and he, man, he he wins half and half. So you never know. This guy is uh, ten wins, one loss, one draw. Looks like uh, he's on a six-fight win streak. Looks like he's a wrestler, but Neil Magnus is also known for being a, a good wrestler. He has a good takedown defense, so that is going to be a great uh, chess match tomorrow night. You Looks know like, what? Uh, well, some they have good, they have good uh, pretty, fighting pretty, skills as well. Yeah, pretty Boxing. even, evenly matched in the stand-up game, um, but a slight advantage goes to. The Canadian, as far as takedown accuracy, I say slight advantage. Uh, he's at 55% accuracy as opposed to 40% for Magny. But Magny has 55% takedown defense rating as opposed to a 0% takedown defense rating for Malat. I'm going to agree with you on this one. Give me Magny uh, to drop a little bit of money on and have a big return to to hedge. I'm kind of looking at all these fights to hedge my bet on the main event. Uh, so, yeah, I would, yeah, I would, give, I'm definitely I would gonna take, put some money on Neil. I would take Magni on this one. Again, don't drop your whole paycheck on it, but just just enough to recover if you miss on the main event. Yeah, let's put some money in the American baby. All right, I'll let you do the co-main event. All right, the co-main, a women's bantamweight title bout between Raquel Pennington and Myra Bueno Silva. I was a little surprised to see Raquel Pennington being the underdog in this fight. Um, I'm not overly familiar with Silva. I have seen her fight before, but I just haven't uh, haven't watched a ton of her fights. Um, both good fighters. Uh, again, stand-up game, pretty evenly matched. Uh, slight edge goes to Pennington as far as defense. Um, pretty evenly matched on the ground, too. Um, however, Silva is significantly more accurate and does have a significant uh, higher submission average. Um but this one's just a gut feeling. This one's a gut feeling that Raquel Pennington's going to get the win. Uh, she's she's always in the title hunt, and I think she reclaims that title tonight. 
Um, so I'm going to take Pennington on that one. What do you think? I am also going to go with Matt. I'm going to be honest with you. This is probably going to be a. I don't know. I pretty just, even. Pretty even. Everything's pretty even. So it's going to be someone's going to get knocked out. Like I, like I said in the previous fight, I would definitely bet the knockout on this fight. It looks like both women are are strikers. Well, so. no, I I disagree because I just looked at another stat. Silva has won seventy percent of her fights by submission. Oh Jesus! So. Oh man, I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna. Those, all right, those Brazilians are good with submissions. This is gonna be my first backtrack of this episode. In light of that information, give me Silva. I will say I'm rooting for Pennington in this fight, but I can't argue with somebody that you know. Pennington wins seven. Has won seventy percent of her fights uh, via a decision. And Silva, between submissions and knockouts, has finished 80% of her fights. So, Hence why she is the heavy favorite. <laughs> yeah, she and she is the favorite. So I'm going to take Silva after. Uh, I'm gonna, I am going to as well take uh, Silva. I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't seen Pennington actually beat anyone that doesn't go to a decision, boring fight. So I think um, Myra is going to win this convincingly. Um, so let's go with the Brazilian for, for that, for that one. All right. And now the moment that we've all been waiting for the main event, take it away. Angel kicks balls. Oh, where to even begin the, the hyper on this fight. It all lead, led, lead uh, started in UFC 296 when they, uh, went at it in the, the seats. I'm sorry, I can't think. But yeah, so Sean Strickland ca- caused a big old turmoil in in the stands, and here we are now. Um, a lot of flagrant stuff was said by Sean Strickland. I saw a girl on TikTok trying to cancel him uh, because he said a lot of uh, homophobic slurs and he, whatnot. I I watched that press conference. He definitely did. Um. Uh, he just, I, I want to root for Sean Strickland, but the more that, the more that he's in the media, the, the less I can root for him. Whether you agree with his stances or not, I'm not a fan of when fighters get that political and that, uh, like he was taken on the entire country of Canada in that press conference. Dude, they were uh, booing politically, him and, and it's him. just like, dude, on. that's not what we're paying for. We're not paying for your political commentary. I'm not saying that you can't use your platform or anything like that, but I don't know. He's just always so controversial that it's exhausting, and it seems like he can dish it out, but he can't take it, and that is getting old. You know, he has said some pretty... He got so mad about what Duplessis said, which, again, I'm not condoning what Duplessis said about, you know, Strickland's childhood. However, he went like he freaking went on a Sean Strickland in that press conference went on a 20 minute tear uh, uh, of calling Duplessis the 
F word, uh, homophobic slur just over and over and over again. Uh, and just like, dude, you can't get mad at what he says. If he, if he threatened, threatened to stab the police, if he said anything else about his dad ever again. So that's, yeah, this threatened, man, he's to, a wild threatened man. to kill him. Uh, so I, you know, I just, I can't, I can't in good conscience endorse this fighter anymore. Uh, so who do you, who do you think's going to win? I'm going to go ahead and endorse him. <laughs> I just think it's authentic. Uh, it's definitely playing to this whole MAGA, MAGA, whatever thing. Um, he's definitely not playing a character because he obviously went through all this trauma and, uh, he definitely has some mental issues that he needs to take care of. Uh, but I mean, that's not where we watch the f- UFC for. We watch the UFC to see two grown men just beat the crap out of each other. And that's what I'm tuning in for. I know he says a lot of crazy stuff, but man, dude, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let the media and all them handle that. Cause, um, it's gonna it's gonna head to something happening. Dana, but Dana White doesn't really care as well. He lets the guys have free speech, so we'll see what happens down the road with that. As long as he keeps winning, I think uh, there will be no issues. But obviously, if he loses this fight, he has more than just that belt to lose. Yeah, I'm going with Sean Strickland, baby. No, this is this. this is gonna be. Have we disagreed yet? <laughs> Uh, I think we have on one or one or maybe two, but I'm going to disagree with you on this one. I'm taking Duplessis on this. Um, and the reason being is I went back and I watched um, the full fight between Duplessis and uh, Whitaker. Mm-hmm. And Duplessis is a finisher, dude. He, and, you know, I was thinking about that and I was like, man, but Strickland is really good on his feet. Uh, really good striker, but he like he didn't. All right, so Duplessis has finished ninety five percent of his fights, um, with a pretty even split between KOs and submissions. He's a pretty balanced fighter. The reason that I'm taking Duplessis is because uh, <coughs> if you watched that. Uh, which I'm sure most of you did if you've made it this far in the podcast. Uh, If you watched Strickland versus Adesanya, Adesanya was not aggressive at all. Adesanya was running away the entire fight. Sean Strickland walked him down the entire time. I do not see that happening with Duplessis. I think Duplessis is going to come out, be at least... um, evenly aggressive with Strickland, if not being the aggressor most of the time. And Strickland, I don't think, is going to be able to just walk Duplessis down this whole fight. And Duplessis throws bombs. He hurt Whitaker. And Whitaker does not get hurt like that very often. Um, Whitaker has lost a few fights, but not like he lost to Duplessis. Mm-hmm. Um, so... And and Duplessis is just so balanced. He's so balanced because if it does go to the ground, he's clearly got the advantage. But he's also, I don't see him being a disadvantage on their feet. So I'm I'm calling a 
title change here, and Duplessis is going to walk out with that belt. Well, looking at these stats uh, provided provided to us by the UFC, we see here that Shock Strickland has a good eighty four percent takedown defense and has a greater takedown accuracy than Duplessis. So I feel like this is going to be. I mean, the guy's going to have to stand and bang. And uh, Duplessis does have power in his hands. Uh, so does Sean, but most of his fights go to decision. So I think he's going to do a well-balanced uh, decision, taking points, winning rounds uh, approach. I don't think he has knockout power like that to be knocking out the top contenders, but he can definitely outbox them. And uh, I think that's how he's going to win it, outboxing the Duplessis and taking taking rounds and winning that way but that's this is uh, a fight i've been wanting to uh, i've been looking forward to since uh that whole rumble in the stand so it's gonna be a great I, fight i will say this too and i know this is nothing to go off of in a in an actual ufc fight in that rumble in the stands uh I think Strickland got more shots off, but Duplessis got the more effective shot. It looked like he, it looked like he wobbled Strickland. He was in, on the floor. <laughs> so, I mean, if that's anything to go by, I wouldn't bet based off of that. But <laughs> you know, yeah, it's pretty even. Pretty even. They're both uh, under. They're both favorites. Or yeah, they're both. No one here is a. No one's here really an underdog. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and I just don't even. see Duplessis getting rattled at all. Like, I see him being cool, calm, and collected the entire fight, and that's the fighter that stays more calm is usually the one that's going to win. Um, so, yeah, I, I have a hard time not taking Duplessis in this. And but again, uh, we know the... Could be very wrong, so... And we know the rule about the champion. You have to come take it from the champion. So the police has to be the aggressor. And if it does go to decision, of, of course, uh, that always helps whenever you're fighting a champion, being the aggressor, pushing the pace. So give us a give us a uh, give us a prediction on how you think the fight ends. This uh, decision, Strickland, Sean Strickland. Uh, I think it's going to go all five rounds. Uh, Sean has great cardio. Uh, so does Duplessis. Uh, if, if it were to go to a knockout, it would definitely be from Duplessis. Uh, uh, Sean Strickland is good at boxing, great boxer, but he does not have that knockout power needed to put these guys away, Like, like obviously like Izzy. So he is not an Alex Pereira where he could put you down in one, one punch. I'm going to be bold here. I'm going to be bold, and I am going to guess the knockout. I'm going to go – I'm going to get real specific here. I'm going to go knockout in the fourth round by Duplessis. That'll make some money if you hit, if you hit that. Yeah, just a hunch, just a hunch. But if you want to get real specific on your bet, that is where you make the most money is when you get real specific. Highest risk, highest reward. So hey. – like I heard someone said earlier, man, I'm not out here betting trying to make some grocery money. I'm out here betting trying to get a Hellcat. So, yeah. <laughs> if you want, if you want a new car, 
you bet Duplessis in the fourth round by knockout. (laughs) (laughs) But, but, hedge that bet with the prelim fights that we talked about. Bet a couple underdogs on those uh, prelim fights so that if you lose, you're not losing that much on those. But if you lose your big bet on the main event, you can recover some of that money. That's you got to be smart about this now. It's going to be a, a great day. Uh, t- today, it's gonna, we got Texans football. We got UFC fight night. Oh, yeah, man. luckily the Texans play uh, at 3.30. So that game should be finishing right about the time that the uh, prelims start. Right about the time the prelims start. So that's perfect scheduling. We love to see it. Um, Texans going to get that knockout victory in the in the fourth quarter tomorrow. I can feel it. Uh, but it I up can to me. feel it in my bones. Finish it in the first quarter, please. I don't want to. I don't want to be a nervous wreck. <laughs> if you want to, if you want that Hellcat, if you want to buy you a new Camaro, you want to. If you've got a, if you've got an AR-15 or something that you're eyeing that you don't have the coin for right now. Make, bet bet the Texans plus money line. Bet the Texans money line, Texans victory, and then bet the Duplessis knockout in the fourth round. <laughs> if those hit, you can get you a new rifle. You can get you a new. You can get you a new gaming PC. Maybe I don't know what you're into. Send five percent to the split decision podcast. Yeah, and obviously. Pay your bookies, which is split decision. <laughs> Play us, pay us our dues, um, because I would like to buy a Hellcat. Thank you. Um, but uh, yeah, we will be if we if we find out that you did not pay us our dues on this. You, we will find you. Yeah, we probably won't do anything, but we, you know, like, come on, guys, share the wealth. Share the wealth. Well, anyways. Uh, I know this is going to be a, a short one th- tonight, right at 30 minutes. Baby, we did it. We did it. We hit our time hack. It's going to be a great fight. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, and let's see what happens tonight with uh, with these fights. All right. Who, who are you going to cut a promo on? You got to. Oh, man. We didn't do one last week. You got to right, cut man, a I'm promo. A, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut a promo on my boy, Sean Strickland. Sean Strickland. For the love of God, put the mic down, sir. You're not good with promos. You, sir, are a walking red flag. You cannot dish this. You cannot dish this and not be able to take it, sir. You are the champ. You're supposed to be above this. You're supposed to be the man of the division, not a freaking liability to the company. So please, Sean Strickland, put the mic down sir agreed agreed i'm gonna cut a little promo on ufc owner dana white dana one your friday tiktoks suck okay they're always stupid so there's that but also what is this fight card what is this fight card? The fans deserve better than this. You're giving us a main event that we want and a whole lot of crap under that. And, you know, like, we haven't gotten very exciting news about UFC 300 yet. And that's a big one. So how about you get off your ass and book some good fights? 
like this is this is ridiculous. I better not get a crappy UFC 297. 298 seems okay thus far. Uh, you know, we we previewed that a little bit last week. Seems okay, not gonna blow your socks off by any means. Don't know jack shit about 299 yet. I might have just not done the research on that. And 300, we haven't gotten anything exciting yet. Book some good fights. This is ridiculous. I want Brock Lesnar. I want to see Conor McGregor back. I want to see big names, okay? I want to see big names that I care to see get their heads knocked off, okay? So Dana White, do better and stop making your Friday TikToks. (laughs) They suck. Boom, ball man. All right, y'all. So that brings us to an end of the show for this week's episode of Split Decision. Uh, keep uh, keep tuned in for Wrestle Wednesday this week. Uh, it's going to be a big one. A lot of stuff has already gone down, and we haven't even gotten to Monday Night Raw yet, baby. So a lot of stuff has gone down, uh, and we also mark it down on your calendars. Live watch along for Royal Rumble. Uh, it's going to be on the Athletically Declined Sports YouTube page. Going to be a great time. We're going to have a lot of fun. Um, and more to follow on uh, following pay-per-views after that because this one is kind of a special situation. It's our first one. We're going to be moving to a different platform to do uh, watch-alongs after that. But Royal Rumble kicks off Split Decision being on YouTube. You get to see Johnny the Dad and Angel Kicks Balls, beautiful faces while we talk about fighting. So don't miss that. It's going to be a blast. And that's all we got. What do we always say? Angel, hit him with that slogan. Violence is always the answer. Weird accent you chose to do that in, but we're okay with that. We're okay with that. We stopped trying to do it together because we can never get the timing right. Uh, I know I can't get the language right. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all enjoy UFC 297. Make some money if you can. And don't forget, if you make some money, pay us our dues because you're getting rich because of our genius brains. All right. Have a good night, y'all.